Welcome to the Process 34 podcast. My name is Cody Dugan, and I am the creator of Process 34, as well as the host for this show. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the podcast, and if you have not yet done so, please, I encourage you to do so now. By you subscribing and liking my content, I am able to grow my audience and have the ability to reach more people and ultimately help more people. For those of you that are new to the show, first off, welcome and thank you for watching or listening. Process 34 was created in the midst of grief after losing my son. Growing tired of so many negative thoughts and emotions, I decided to challenge myself to find the positive in it. And from that moment on, try to find it in any situation. That led to pursuing a healthier lifestyle of feeding my mind, body, and spirit every single day, no matter what. And from that, a podcast was born, and that's where we are now. This is a show where I share with you my personal stories and experiences, and how I was able to get through those events, and what I did then, and what I'm still doing now. Through using a positive outlook or routine in a daily inventory, I feel like you can have a pretty well-balanced and manageable life. On the show, I also have guests from all walks of life, people that are doing good things, positive things, and ultimately just on the same wavelength as Process 34. Professionals and businesses that offer their expertise, services, and even their own personal experiences and stories. We are a community, and we are interested in self-help along with helping others. So I hope you enjoy, and again, thank you for watching and listening. And as always, please hit that like button, subscribe, and share with your friends. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Process 34 podcast. Today joining me, I got a very special guest, uh, Mr. Ashton Gollin. You might know him as Temple Town. Uh, is it Temple Town USA or just Temple Town? Uh, it's becoming Temple Town USA. Temple Town USA, okay, yeah. on TikTok. Um, amateur golfer, D2 golfer, Saginaw Valley State University. Yeah. Um, just a good guy, good dude. Um, I actually met him. It was kind of funny how we met. I was, was at Petaway, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at Petaway. I walk in and I'm like, this guy golfs. I could just tell, like, immediately, <laughs> like, head to toe, this guy golfs. So I'm like, hey, you going to or coming from? And he's like, oh, I'm going to. Where do you play at? Flint Golf Club. I'm like, no way. So, and I had heard little bits and pieces about this TikTok guy up at Flint that's killing it. So I'm like, you by any chance are you the tiktok guy he's like yeah i'm him you know so i'm like no way so we hit it off and it's just been you know we've kind of chatted here and there through social media and actually just went and played around at flint um which uh will be coming out soon we uh tried to break 34 on the back nine yeah um so it's some new exciting content coming out um yeah it's just uh you know just somebody who like I said, I, I met by chance and we kind of hit it off and he's not only is he doing amazing things in the golf world and social media and growing a following, but he's just, just a good person. Uh, somebody who definitely wanted to spotlight on the show and, uh, just introduce him to you. You know, pretty much what I wanted to cover though, was the man behind the golf, <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about golf, but we're going to know, we're going to get to know who Ashton is too. Right. So, well, thank um, you for having me. Absolutely, course. man. Welcome. Yeah, um, glad to be here. Yeah, thank you, dude. It's it's been it's been a fun morning. We started off what eight o'clock. We met at the well seven thirty probably. Yeah. Um, just had a great time. Uh, it was uh, my first time playing recorded on hot mic, so you know, I had to give myself it's a little tough, leeway. Man. It's tough. Got the scorecard here. Shot at eighty six. Ashton came in with a seventy one. Crushed it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of double bogeys and a lot of bogeys had by <laughs> myself. Um, but it was a good time. So, uh, just jumping right into it. How long have you been golfing? Okay. This is a, this is a story to get into. So I've been around golf my entire life. Okay. Um, I grew up in the Warwick Hills junior program since I was three or four years old since I could walk, since I could hold a club in my hand. Okay. Um, that was never serious for me. It was more of just like a summer thing. I 
play every Wednesday and yeah. just kind of have fun, play with the other kids. Um, it never really got serious until around sophomore year of high school when I found a love for golf again and really decided to like dedicate my life to it. So, yeah. um, when you were telling me too earlier that you were kind of just trying to find what sport you were yeah, going to go yeah, with no, too, I, right? I mean, I tried everything under the sun. I was a, I was a skier. I was a snowboarder, uh, basketball, football, right. Soccer, baseball. I played baseball a lot too. Yeah. And I had to drop, you can't play baseball and golf. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's <laughs> why like I never did it. It's like the two things yeah. that never, never, uh, can go together. So I had to drop baseball early. That was probably mid middle school. Um, when I dropped that, um, and then that sophomore year of high school is kind of when I got into golf and like really put all my time towards it and grinded okay. it out. So, okay. And, um, for those of you who don't know, Warwick Hills is where they held the Buick open for how long? 20 something oh, years. Yeah. Very long Maybe time. Longer, and yeah. yeah. Now the, the ally challenge. Yeah. So, yep. So home of the ally challenge now located right here in Grand Blank, Michigan. Um, is it uh is it a family thing for you guys or is it are you the only golfer i know you did, said your dad golfs a little bit right yeah it's okay. uh it's a family thing my grandpa mainly on my dad's side my grandpa is huge into golf he's kind of the one who um who like gave me the opportunity to play at warwick yeah because they they were members there when i grew up as a kid and they had all of us in the junior program um like my sister played and all that stuff. She like hated it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Like, like she played she, competitively or? Well, in like the junior program. Okay. Um, okay. That, uh, that Warwick had, she, she played all the way up until like nine holes. And then she was like, wait, there's nine more. We have to play. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> she yeah. dropped that like entire, like so fast. So she never played like the 18 hole leagues or anything like that. So okay, I was really the only one, um, in like my family to keep going and, uh, like, really try and do something with it yeah and then i have a, a little cousin nikki who is uh 16 just turned 16 and he's really really grinding it out so, okay yeah nice and yeah I, I would i would say it was like my grandpa and dad that got me into it okay so, and yeah. do they do they still play both of them or yeah okay. yeah no my grandpa um I, I'm not going to say my age because I know my grandpa's... I'm not going to say his age because right. I know my grandpa's going to watch this and I'm going I'm to get it wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. He's he, mature. He still plays. Um, he plays in, like, the senior... Um, like, the Michigan seniors, so they play all over oh, Michigan. Oh, cool. Okay. Like, uh, he plays some really, really nice courses in Michigan with this league that he's in. So... That's awesome. That's, like, twice a week i think and my dad's maybe a once a week type of golfer okay like a seven or eight handicap or something like that so very cool yeah so you played the junior golf you got into it you said pretty hardcore when you were a sophomore um and then through high school you ended up going to mott but um there's a little story behind that yes um so the story goes uh my sophomore and junior year when i really started to excel at golf and try really hard um, I did have a few offers to go places. Um, the main, the main thought was Northwood University okay. up in Midland. Mm -hmm. um, I was planning to go there, play golf there, and be there for four years, and then COVID hit. Yeah. So right. 2020, that's the year I graduated. I didn't get to play golf, which was devastating. I mean, to play golf for three years, dedicate all your time, and right. you have a team that's like potential to win the state championship and it's just gets cut off. Right. So that was, uh, not fun, but it, it That's also, how like grand blank was possibly projected to win. Yeah. That? Okay. Yeah. Our, our team was super solid that year and we were, uh, I mean, we were top in the state and potentially, um, either podium or winning, winning it. So, wow. cool. um, that would have been really special to be a part of, but sadly things didn't work out. And then I didn't want to pay all that money to go sit in a dorm right. and just do nothing during COVID. So, um, I had an, I had a email from the coach at Mott, mm -hmm. Tim Nestor. Um, and I went straight to him and played there and I stayed there for three years. So, and that's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah. I mean, Mott, Mott treats their athletes like no other. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you, mean, were you able to learn a lot more too that yeah, you did not know? Or? I, I think so. Cause it's more of a hands-on thing when you're in a community college and it, yeah. it feels like uh, a lot more 
personable than yeah, like intimate. what you would yeah. think. Because, um, like, my thought going into it was, like, oh, I'm playing golf at a community college. Like, who cares? Yeah, right? yeah. But, like, it's competitive, and there's, uh, there's quite a lot to learn because a lot of people in the same boat that I was, um, like the kids that could have gone D2 and D3. Yeah. That didn't either couldn't afford it or um, either just didn't want to and yeah. take the two years to a community college. They're all that same level of golf. Right. So um, there's a lot of competition in community college, and I learned so much, yeah. so much. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And, I mean, Tim, is a he's, he was a member at Flint, too, and as far as I know, he's a very good golfer himself. Very good golfer. So, yeah, so I'm sure you were <laughs> able to It took me about a, a year to beat him, really? actually. Yeah. I came in I came in as a solid high 70s golfer. Um, obviously, I had like a year off of competitive golf because of COVID, so it was a struggle. But, I mean, it, it probably took me a year to beat him. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's just solid. He's the guy who just kind of hits it straight and gets the ball in the hole. So, were, Was there anything that, like, like, you were able to pick up in college that you didn't, you weren't, I guess maybe you knew about, but you weren't really implementing it into your game, like as far as like course management and stuff like that, or, you know, did that progressively get better once you got into college? Yeah. Um, a big time. Cause I was just kind of a hit the ball, walk up and hit it again yeah. in high school. And I was, a, I was a good ball striker in high school and I, I, I knew which way the ball was going to go every time, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't score. So being able to learn from Tim a lot of the ways to uh, get around the course and yeah. where to be and what to do in certain situations. Um, and I still think I haven't perfected it because I definitely make some stupid mistakes sometimes, but that's golf. So I just, I just constantly keep learning. But one of the main thing, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the main things that I learned from college golf was the mental side. Yeah. So it's just, it's a whole nother level. Yeah. You're, um, you're in these competitive situations two or three times a week. Right. And it's, um, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard because you're could going be, to school and you're going to school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really pushed of student athlete, um, student first, of course. Yeah. But, um, there's so much going on and so much traveling and all that stuff. And you just got to focus on your game and try and play the best golf you can. Right. But I, I've learned so much about, the inside of my head in the past yeah, two I years. Yeah, I bet, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Because it's... there was certain situations where, like, I, I didn't play competitive golf, like, hardcore until I got to college. Yeah. It was only, like, those few years in high school. And like I said, I didn't – I played in junior leagues, but that was right. nothing serious. Right. So there's been a few eye-openers, like the national championship that's, like, at that time it was the biggest tournament I've ever been to. And I just – I think I shot like a 93. Did you really? <laughs> I yeah. just blew it out of the water. Not right. even a chance of coming back from that. So it's one of those things that like you learn from and then you go and do it again. Yeah. Because I went back the next year and, and, and played better. So Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to grab a drink of water. Yeah, go for it. I know um, my biggest thing, which I mean, everyone who has, watches the podcast and follows me knows that uh, golf is golf is up there with me it, it ranks at the <laughs> most highest so um you know that was one of the biggest things with me too and i'm nowhere near your level but it's progressively getting better really doesn't have a whole lot to do with your physical abilities mm -mm. it's it's 95 percent mental you yeah know? it really is well the saying is um the that golf is 80 percent mental and the rest is between your ears yeah yeah <laughs> Right. 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 It's a hundred percent. Yeah. If you don't get the joke, it's a hundred percent mental. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's true. I mean, it is. Um, so tell me a little bit, if you don't mind, if you don't want to, that's fine too. But just about your upbringing, um, your family, just, just in general, yeah. like, you know, what kind of shaped you into becoming who you are today? Right. Um, I have an incredible family, extremely supportive, it, um, I mean, anything I've ever done was full support and especially, especially with this whole TikTok thing, yeah. it's been unreal. Yeah. Unreal. The, the support they've given me, cause this is something new. Mm -hmm. Like, like kids just don't, don't just do this. Right. So to, um, 
because I like to look at my dad right now as a manager mm-hmm. almost. So he's kind of being a huge part of this whole Tempo Town USA thing. That's awesome. So that support has been throughout my whole life. When I picked up different sports and stuff like that, it's been just the snap of a finger. Just constant do whatever. support, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's incredible. And um, I mean, there's not really much else to say about it yeah. just because it was... I mean, I had an incredible childhood. I would never, You're in, never change anything about it. So the whole time in Grand Blanc. Yes. Okay. I, I grew up, um, Sherwood Hills on McCandlish. Okay. Okay. Um, and then right when we, right when I went to high school, we moved to my new house. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, getting into the social media stuff. So, you, you know, you're just kind of touched base on it a little bit, um, First of all, just tell me, tell, well, tell everyone a little bit about what you're doing. And after you do that, I got a little follow-up question for it. Okay. Um, do you want like the story of how it started or? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. How you got into it. So, um, with college athletes as of a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, NIL was yep. invented. So name, image, and likeness. Yep. Um, this was a possibility for college athletes to get money for being themselves and actually being athletes. Cause this is, this goes back to like when the football NCAA games were made back in like 2015 yeah. and they cut that off cause they didn't want college athletes being paid. So they finally brought it back. Um, and I told myself January 1st of 23 that I was just going to try and see yeah. what happens. So January 1st, I post my first, not first, because I, I posted a few videos. You like, say just, 23? Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Like, uh, it's, what is it? J- July? July. Yeah, End of last, July. Yeah. So I've done this, what I've done in eight months, which yeah. is wild. Yeah. Just so insane. wild. Um, it's not normal. No. And I'm so blessed for it. And it's just amazing. Um, but yeah. So January 1st of 23 is when I told myself that I'm going to post whatever yeah uh, golf mostly um just once a day and see what happens yeah so from there um i started gaining a little bit of a following a few hundred people here and there and then my florida trip for my golf team comes around and we are like like okay it'd be cool if i like hit 10k while i'm in florida and i could do a video on that and stuff um i hit 10k um followers 10 yeah, yeah. 10,000 followers um on tiktok and then my my dad has all the dates for this but i yeah. think it was i think it was 18 days later i hit 20 really and then 16 days later i hit 30 and then like the the jump from 30 40 to 50 was like a total of like 20 days that's insane and then from there it's just skyrocket so i'm at like 96 right now wow which is <laughs> unreal yeah it's crazy unreal so um the whole idea behind it is um, an influential golf swing. Mm-hmm. So my golf swing is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's it's aesthetically pleasing. If there's any humble way to put that, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So people really like the way it looks. They really try and replicate it. And um, around the same time, I hit like ten or twenty thousand followers. People started coming in my comment section and calling me the mayor of Tempo Town. Okay. So that's where I've kind of gained this mayor of Tempo Town idea. Yeah. And then that's where Tempo Town USA comes from because okay. I want to create a community around it. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. It can you? Uh yeah, I can, okay. I can okay. tell a little okay. bit. So okay. so Tempo Town USA is going to be um a fictitious town almost, um, where people can come to a website, um, check out merch, check out, um, sponsors and stuff like that. Basically, this is a far away goal, Mm -hmm. but creating a city within a website. Yeah. So whether this be like storefronts of, um, sponsorships, we'll say for example, Callaway. So you can, you can, you can go to the you can go in town and you can shop at Callaway. Okay. Or you can go in town or you can shop at, you can buy a track, man. You can yeah. go in town and you can 
go to LaFontaine and buy a car or right, something like that. Right. So these are all like sponsorship opportunities that I want to have be a part of the town. Very so cool. something that's really cool about it is it's endless. Yeah. You can have a population of millions of people in there. Yeah, absolutely. And the sky's the limit. So. Yeah. So you're literally trying to build a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just trying to build a town. Yeah. And we have we have merch and stuff that is on the way um, currently in the works, but yeah. Very cool. Really cool. That's awesome, man. That's exciting. And it's amazing. Like you said, seven months. Yeah. Like that's, that's insane. It's unreal. I would have never, like the goal was like maybe get to 10 K so I could possibly get paid on TikTok or something. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but then 10 K came and then 20, 30, 40. It's just, it's moving so fast. That's awesome. So fast for you. Thank you. Um, where did you find in, in, and I ask this because I know it's hard for myself sometimes, and I know it's really hard for, um, anybody who's around your age, but where or how did you find the courage just to one day say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to put myself out there because we all know there's trolls out there. There's, you know, you, yeah. you can get eaten alive. Yeah. So where did you find this courage or has it always been there? Um, I've, how do I put this in a good way? Um, <laughs> I like attention. Yeah. Okay. I, I always have, um, nothing wrong with that at, at Grand Blank. I was the student section leader. Okay. Um, which means I, I run the entire, so Grand Blank has the biggest student section in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically ran that entire thing Okay. and I loved it. So from that point on, I just felt like leading something would you like be caught the bug. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I love being a leader and I love, um, like showing people new things and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of where it comes from okay. is, uh, having the confidence that you can't always please everyone. Yeah. So like if those few people do come in as haters, it's like, right. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. They're going to, if they're not going to hate on you, they're just going to go right down the road and hate on the next person. Exactly. That's just what it right. is. Right. No, that's, um, and like, I, you know, we were talking a little bit when we were playing, it's, uh, like one of the main reasons I started doing this was like, if anything, I'm just going to be able to, be a better public speaker or feel more comfortable around people right. and talking in front of people. So I, I know it's, it's hard, you know, and I see other people that I know that have a pretty good following and it's like, you know, they're dealing with these guys every day or guys or girls, um, every single day that are just trying to just, they're just trying to crush those dreams for them. You know, right, it's like, right. just let the guy leave the guy alone. Right. Know? No, there's so many of them it, it is. and they're so funny though. It, yeah. Cause I was even talking to, um, Dan, who you had yeah. here the other yep. day. Um, Cause he's also in the social media world and we were talking about some of the hate comments. It's yeah. just, it's funny to laugh at. Yeah. Cause, um, it well, doesn't affect me. Yeah. And Dan, like, I think Dan's like, yeah, come on, you know, Hey, yeah. so he like well, has fun with it. Yeah. Well, the funny part is, so like the way most TikTok and Instagram algorithms work, I'm not sure about YouTube and in mm-hmm. his space. Um, the more comments, the better. Yeah. One of my, first videos in like March was like, um, was like, I'm working on my draw today. And like every ball was a slice. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just to get people in the comments, just being like, you're stupid. Like, right, <laughs> like right. what are you talking about kid? Right. Do you yeah. know how to draw us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Your draw goes the wrong way and <laughs> something right. like that. And that video ended up getting like 250,000 views or something like that. So it was the reverse marketing of getting hate. Yeah. And yeah. Well, any sort of attention right. is good attention right. when it comes to social media. Right. You know, so yeah, that's exactly. awesome. Um, you got any advice for somebody who might be teetering on it or just in general, not even what you're doing, but just in general, trying to take that next step, putting themselves out there. Do you have any advice for them? Um, consistency to put it in one word is like the main thing that I think has gotten me to where I am. Yeah. Like since January 1st, every single day there's a video on my TikTok. Yeah. 
and there's um I, I don't think i got on instagram until later but yeah consistency is huge being able to um pump out content for people that are actually interested in watching every day right is huge yeah because those people end up commenting um and it's just the consistency is and you could you could ask a lot of people in the in the tiktok and instagram space it's like if you're not posting at least once a day mm -hmm. it's nothing's gonna happen and to piggyback off that it's you know a lot of people say oh consistency like you know that's not that hard it's very challenging very very challenging. very challenging very challenging um because there are days where you know you have a lot going on right and, you know and sometimes you might not be able to get to the course but you got to put something out there right or you know or you just some days you might just not be feeling it you mm -hmm. know like you lose that you know because it, it, it kind of comes in like ebbs and flows though, for I've sure noticed. and for sure there's days where i'm sure you're like yeah i don't really want to post anything today but right. i know i have to or like know, if so. i'm doing something because like a lot of people don't realize it. I do have a life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> I do have a life. I, I hang out with my friends. I, I still have a job. Like, But like you could ask anybody I work with. I will stop working. Yeah. I, I really don't want my managers to hear this. But like, <laughs> What's your I last will, day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will stop working to put a TikTok out. Yeah. And they're like, like I actually had someone last night actually they're like where's ashton he's like oh he's probably making a tiktok in the bathroom again <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny though yeah but that's what it takes is like a next level of consistency in with anything you're doing yeah because even with my success i've seen in golf mm -hmm. um i mean i've practiced every day yeah every single day mm -hmm. whether that be for 30 minutes or eight hours yeah it's Something. consistency discipline right yeah absolutely it's huge it's huge and it's really changed my whole perspective on kind of life as a like you can do anything and i think there's a quote out there that's like if you spent like 18 minutes a day for 365 days yeah, i just saw that recently yeah yeah mm -hmm. you'll be like top five percent in the world or yep. something like that yeah. at whatever you do yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like crazy yeah, and it's not that much time, but it is right. it is a lot of time. Right. But you know, it's like if you just break it down, simplify it like that, it's right. like well, that's, that's doable. That's attainable. I think that's a really good quote. And it is. Puts a, puts like time into perspective. It does, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, you got any sort of like daily routine or anything that you're following, uh, specifically towards, you know, actually for golf and just in general? Um I'm not so much on it in the summer. Okay. Um my uh, schedule becomes a little bit more wonky in the summer yeah. just because I'm uh, I'm staying up late, sleeping in a little bit more, um, and just kind of doing whatever comes my way. Right. Um, but, like, in season, uh, waking up at 8 a.m. for practice, lifting, all that stuff, um, making sure I'm eating enough and doing all that stuff. But now this new challenge is going to be can i manage 150,000 people right. along with student athlete yeah so nah. we're going to figure out we're going to find out we're right figure yeah it out exactly <laughs> yeah there's only one way to find out yep um and also i just wanted to just tell everyone real quick like how big of a deal it is for you to have such a quick and huge following for a golfer located in Michigan, because we only get, you know, six to eight months a year. I'm you know? terrified. You know, but yeah, it's yeah. like, well, thank God there's simulators and everything now where you can right. at least do something, but right. that's, that's a big deal. You know, you're not, you're not a Florida kid. You're not a California kid. You're a Grand Blank, basically Flint, Michigan product that's out here, um, you know, at one of the, you know, and also one of the top in the golf community right now, which is just, it speaks volumes to what you're doing. So that's, that's huge. I just want to make sure these people know that. Cause this isn't, you know, it's easy to like, like if you live in Florida, like, Oh, you know, I go golfing every day. Like, right. yeah, we, we can't do that. No, I totally agree. Um, it's, it's going to be hard mm -hmm. like going into the winter months. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking about, um, planning a few trips, whether that be to Texas yeah. or Arizona or Florida. Yeah, definitely. And just, figuring out some way to make original content right um 
But one thing that is nice is my school does have a simulator. Cool. So I will be there every single day. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but it, practicing and like, I'll, I'll be like live on TikTok a lot and, um, making videos there and yeah. stuff, but cool. it's just not the same. Does, but, um, does your school and your coach and everyone, do they know about what you do? Yes. Okay. So yep. they're all, they're supportive of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, my new coach, he's actually really funny about it. He, uh, he's also a golfer. I okay. played with him once mm-hmm. now. Um, he was super funny about it. Cause I hit like a bad shot and he's like, that doesn't look like the mayor of Devo Town. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll get a lot of crap at school. And, and, and I do, I do at tournaments as well. It's just like, um, like if I put up like a bad score or something, They'll be like, oh, the mayor of Tempo Town. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to catch a lot of slack now. <laughs> oh, oh, I already do. Yeah. <laughs> especially especially at the Michigan Am. Oh, really? I went I went and played in the Michigan Am. My first ever Michigan Am. Where was that? Oakland? Oakland Hills. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. So incredibly hard. It was like, it was set up like a major. So it was, it was five inch rough. It was greens rolling at a 13 on the north side of oakland hills so it was i've never played in any conditions like that so i i'm missing i'm missing by feet yeah literally like tenths of a degree Mm -hmm. um and i'm just making bogeys and bogeys right yeah (laughs) it's brutal it was so brutal but that's such a vast difference from just going and playing even like warwick oh yeah. you know with those conditions right and, no i've and it's a hard course in general right um and warwick is is normally pretty hard but i've never played in rough like that You're where right. you where you have to hit a pitching wedge from like 80 yards yeah, right exactly <laughs> and land it on the front and get lucky <laughs> right like man it was with no control at all exactly yeah no you're just swinging yeah praying <laughs> But it was fun. It was such a good learning experience, and I did I did get a lot of hate like the week after. Oh, of course. Of people just ripping me. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy the hate. <laughs> oh yeah, and I mean it's like we said before. I mean, no matter what you do, it's always going to be there. So yep. it is what it is. Yep. Yep. Um, you talked a little bit about it, but um, are there things that you can translate? from your golf game into real life applications or vice versa, or like you said before, maybe you can talk a little bit more about it. There's things that you have learned from golf that has helped you in life. Yeah. So can you touch on that a little bit? Um, I can try. Uh, so golf growing up in golf, it's a, it's a very proper game. Mm -hmm. Um, the etiquette, all that stuff. Um, taking care of stuff, uh, taking care of the course. I think respect. Exactly. I think, I think it's, I think it does a lot to a kid growing up. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a great sport to have a, have a kid grow up in, whether they play it the rest of their life or not. Um, you do learn a lot from like that country club style. Yeah. Almost of like respect for basically everything. Um, and I think that's become a lot of, um, my whole life is uh kind of like realizing everything i do and like respecting it and and doing the right things hopefully (laughs) right yeah i think you're doing pretty good man (laughs) thank you well and it's like you know i've noticed with me like it's which you know and i my wife and daughters can attest to this i still have a lot a lot of work to do but it's taught me to be more patient yes it really has yeah no that's a huge one huge one yeah or like weigh out the decision, like you were right. saying before. Like, I mean, there was one time where I hit this three wood, and it went this far. Yeah. And I know it's possible, but I should probably only hit it one sixty there, so I have a good shot. <laughs> right. But then, like, you know, it's hard to switch that that ninety percent leaning heavily towards that three wood mm-hmm. into the ten percent. Yeah. Know? So no, it's uh, it's, and it's a game that teaches you like mental toughness as well. Hundred percent. Um and like you said, patience is huge. Um, waiting for the right moments and knowing that they'll come and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, especially when you're in like, um, I don't know how much competitive golf you played. Not much. Okay. No. So there's, uh, 
there's this thing we call a slump. Yeah. With Justin Thomas is in one right now. 100%. Right? Oh, and he talks all about it and how it's like, it's, it is so brutal on the mind. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine what is possibly going through Justin Thomas's head right. when he shoots an 84 and the next closest guy is at like 73. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's. And I don't even professional. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, for those guys to shoot 84, they must feel like they're shooting 170. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like 120 for me. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine what's mm-hmm. going through his head, especially at the Rocket Mortgage where he shot like three over that first day. Yeah. Next closest guy was like four under. Well, and another thing too about that is like it just goes to show you how much your day-to-day life can impact your golf game because you take like look at Ricky, for instance, Ricky Fowler. He went through the worst of the worst. And in the meantime, though, he was, you know, new children, right? wife, Wife. Justin Thomas just got married. He's got a kid on the way. Like, well, we say it's the curse. Yeah. You know, it changes. (laughs) Yeah. It changes you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cause the same thing happened to Jordan Spieth when he got his everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. No, but all serious. It's, it's, uh, it's such an incredible game to, uh, to grow up in. Cause you learn, you learn so much, so much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would be half the person I am today without this sport. Yeah. That, that's that's great and i'm it's good to know that you can see that and acknowledge that um there's also a lot of adversity that you have to face on the golf course right what about life have you had any times during your life where you've had to face some you know some tough adversity and yeah. overcome it yeah so problem solving on the golf course is a huge huge thing that you can run into so learning how to solve those problems and that there's multiple ways out of it mm-hmm. has been something that I, I think I'm pretty good at is solving a problem when it comes. Yeah. Um, whether that be, I can solve it quickly or I can solve it efficiently. Yeah. Um, that really applies to kind of, kind of the whole COVID situation yeah. of like, of like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And kind of being lost in the in the the whole process of doing that. Um, another situation I know I mentioned this on the golf course was that other school. Yeah. That I was supposed to go to. Yeah. Um, and this was like. Yeah, talk about that for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> this might get deep. <laughs> go for it, man. It's uh so there was a school I was supposed to go to um, out of state to one of my favorite places in the world, Colorado. Um, and something fell through, whether it was on my end or their end, there was nothing, there was just untied strings. Yeah. Um, and then the, the money fell through and there was no way to afford it. So from there, that's kind of like when it lit a fire under me. And okay. I was like, I really want to pursue this whole TikTok thing. And like, um, and like really strive to be like really good at this sport. Right. <laughs> so that was the, that was the fire that, that got me. Well, going. and that's some serious like adversity to face too. Like when yeah. you think like you're making plans to be somewhere and then two weeks before it's like, Nope, just kidding. Yeah. So now what are you going to do? This was, uh, this was right at the end of, uh, this was in February. Okay. Um, so that's right at the time where. Okay this year yes okay yeah so that's right at the time where if you're not committed to a school Mm -hmm. you're not going to school right so i had to go back into recruiting mode and like lock like try and lock in a school yeah anywhere right so i think i sent 100 emails yeah out to different coaches and trying to reach out to people i know in the golf world that are on teams and stuff like that like I, f- I found my way to like Loyola. Like, do you know Jolie? Mm-mm. Jolie, bro, she, she's a, um, she's at Flint as well. She goes okay. to Loyola. But like, Loyola was on the list. I was reaching out to everyone. Really, just trying to, because I had two months to find a school, and then I finally got in touch with uh, Matt Pumford, who's okay. the head coach or not head coach, assistant coach at uh, Saginaw Valley. So, okay. thank God that worked out. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I would have been. Who knows where? Right. Who knows? 
So that's crazy. And you know, but it's the cool thing about it is that it did all work out, but, and that's kind of like, you know, golf is the same way, right? It's, you know, you're faced with adversity and it's, how do I get my way out of this? How do I find a way out of this? And you know, you're pretty good at that as well. So (laughs) it worked out good sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes Sometimes there's a tree in the way though. (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah. We saw a lot of those. Oh, I did. I think I saw all of them. (laughs) Um, so you can answer this. You, you don't have to, if you don't want to, I don't, it doesn't matter, but I've noticed that you don the crosses every once in a while. Is that, uh, do you have like a religious background or you're a pretty spiritual person or what? Um, would you like to talk about it at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, every, everything I've ever done has a path. Okay. Um, a path guided by God. Um, and, and the whole thing I was just talking about with that school. Yeah. I think me and my mom talk about this. Um, it was, if it wasn't meant to be, it won't happen. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think the the sign from God was me not being able to go to that school. Cause look what's happened since. Yeah. yeah who knows? Right. right. Who knows what could happen next? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, when when one door closes the next one opens and i think the 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 path that god has created is now is now clear um and you could ask me 5 months ago what i was what i want to do in life and i would have had no idea no idea yeah no idea and i think right now i have a set goal in mind good and that's like one thing that i've always prayed about and finding that like clarity yeah yeah finding that thing yeah that one thing that i'm just like i want to do that yeah it's hard and this is it it's hard man it's so hard it's hard it's so hard i've been kicked in the face and put to the ground so many times but i think this is something that uh that really lit the way yeah was uh was this whole opportunity yeah cool so um you said you and your mom kind of have the same viewpoint on it. Are, are you pretty close with your mom? Yeah. Well, yeah. my whole family. I said my mom because we talk about the, um, the Colorado situation. Okay. We've talked about it before and, like, now what has come from that. Yeah. Um, but my whole family is religious. We grew up in a uh, Christian Catholic okay. um, holy family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, right here in Grand Blanc. Yep. So we grew up there. Um, we don't go there as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Just because everybody's busy and spread out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, always God's always been a part of my life. I, yeah. I grew up in catechism and all that stuff. Right. So well, and that's cool too. And it's like you know the most important part is like yeah, you don't have to attend. You don't have to attend all the services. It's more so just uh, knowing that. And I think you 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 know it very well that you know God's with you all the time and God's got this path already designed for you. Yeah, so I hope so. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's sweet to see you capitalizing on it and you noticing these things, you know, because like I said before, dude, you're you're a rarity uh, with anyone your age, you know. I've been there. Like I like I would have I would have given anything to have your mindset when I was your age, you know. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have it, and I think a lot of people don't have that. So that's, right. that's great, man. You got a lot, of, a lot of wonderful things going for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely put that to my parents and everything they've ever taught me to just kind of if you see something Mm -hmm. go for it go for it and that's that's going back to the supportiveness of my family yeah is like if you see something we'll help you there yeah we got your back yeah Yeah. so i mean it's it's huge huge um and even with like i'm gonna bring this up and it's funny because I had a clothing brand in high school. Yeah. I've always been super business driven. Like yeah. I want to own Entrepreneur. my own. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I want to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this company in high school called Tempo. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. Who would have thought that I'd be here now creating. You still have Tempo Top. Yeah. Do you really? Oh. Yeah. Like all of it. You got you to gotta release like a throwback line Oh, or I something. will. I will. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> right. Like I have, I have like. When when we were originally talking about like designs and stuff, I was like, I I don't think you guys realize I have fifty tempo, just the word tempo designs of like anything from what you were doing in high school. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. It's wild. 
Is it like the same? How did it come back? <laughs> are you doing the same font and everything? No, no, no. no. This okay. is it, it was it was more like uh, like streetwear style. Okay, and no, nothing compared to golf because this was when I wasn't really into golf. Okay, I got you. Um, because I was actually planning to be a fashion major. Okay. Um, at Northwood, um, obviously that didn't work out, but now I'm a general business major. Yeah. So. Well. It's kind of working out though, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> yep. Um, so we were talking earlier a little bit, like when we were golfing about like how I told you I kind of connected with my spirituality through golf. Um, do you have like a similar experience? Are you able to connect through your spirituality with golf or is it just completely separate? Um, that one I'd have to think about. Um, like a specific situation. I don't know if I can like think of one. Um. Well, can I give you an example? Yeah. Go for so, it. for instance, yeah. like myself, um, I can connect to spirituality through like just being out there and being present, being in the moment, being in nature, being in your company, having, you know, good talk, good conversation. Like that's all that is all spiritual to me. It feeds my soul. So that's kind of what I mean behind it. Just like having those experiences. Like, are you able to. Or is it just like strictly business when you're out there? Uh, if I'm in a tournament, yes. Yeah, okay. Like if I'm if I'm locked in in a, in a tournament, it's like um, I I can't even Don't hear it. Talk I, to me. I can't even hear other people <laughs> right. talking. So yeah, um, it's uh, which is great. That's no, it's that's it's good. amazing. But yeah. you do you do like my practice round at Oakland Hills, like to take all that in was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was one of the coolest. You allowed it though. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in golf. Cause like I said, this was my first time ever trying to qualify for the Michigan Am. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I shot a 71 to tie for second at my, um, like what do you, what do you call it? Qualifier. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that got me in. And then when I went there, you like show up and they have like this packet with your name on yeah. it. And it's like, it's so cool. Right. I've never experienced anything no, like yeah, that. That's awesome. So um, just a rush of emotions when I got there and uh, it's so cool. Yeah. And to be on a place uh, on like the grounds of the US Open, the Ryder Cup and like yeah, all this, all these tournaments that have been held there by professional yeah. PGA and everybody's been Did there. you play the same course? They play the south. They play the south. Okay, we that's played, what I thought. We played yeah. the north, but conditions-wise, it was set up for a major. Oh, yeah, they're both, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. How's the clubhouse looking? Because this one that burnt down, right? Yeah, it's not there. Still. Oh, is it completely gone? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah. I thought they maybe rebuilt or yeah. started to at least. No, there's like, they have like their pool house, which they kind of like turn into like the, oh. a little bit of both. Okay. Um, and they have like a temporary clubhouse with like a pro shop in it. Oh, I got you. Um, but that's, that's a little weird. Cause it's literally just like a, like a transportable box. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a container. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. literally. <laughs> so you just kind of walk in there, but there, it's still so nice cause it's Oakland Hills, but, um, super cool experience. Even, even without seeing like the famous, uh, clubhouse and stuff. Yeah. 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 That place is crazy. I, I, I would love to play there. Yeah. Um, it's definitely on the list. Yeah. It was, it was a blessing to play there. Crazy, yeah, I bet. Um, is there something or a few things? We're, we're we're getting close to wrapping up here, but just a couple little more things. Um, one, two, three, four, however many. Like, what have you learned about yourself the most or the least throughout life that you've like you know you you know for a fact? Like, I can say Ashton how do you handle this situation and you know yourself so truly because of what you've learned throughout life? Like, is there anything that kind of sticks out? I think, I think I've gained a lot of confidence. Okay. Um, especially in the sport that I play and just kind of what I do. Um, uh, confidence is probably one of my, uh, like highlights of my features is yeah. I, I don't feel, um, embarrassed by things i don't i don't feel uh um like stressed out in certain public situations and stuff like that yeah um meeting new people i've always been pretty social about that um and i think that's one of my biggest features um 
and I think that definitely comes from my uprising with my family and because my mom both my parents are salespeople. yeah so they kind of have to be personable yeah absolutely um and but like is it is um the confidence has it always been there with you or is it just progressively gotten um stronger kind of uh okay. kind of in like in like the start of high school i kind of had like a hard hard spot and yeah kind of lost it um don't we all right yeah right so there was a there was a down there and then other than that i met i met some friends i met some guys that just kind of brought me back into my life and i nice. i felt centered again and then it was up from there nice so it seems like you have a pretty strong circle friends and family yeah like i would you say got so. a good support system yeah no and and everybody i've met on my um on the mock golf team yeah has has become a new a new friendship and to leave that team yeah hard so hard yeah so hard i didn't think i would ever cry in front of them yeah but i was like crying at the banquet like really trying to get words out in front of them it's it was so hard because i big spent deal, man. yeah i spent two years with those guys traveling every day spending 70 hours a week with them yeah. um i was spending more time with them than i was my family yeah and that's why college golf is like just college golf and college sports in general yeah just unreal mm-hmm. i mean you never will ever experience anything like that ever again yeah but it was crazy mm-hmm. and i'm excited to do it again at second yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah and you know and i'm sure like and it's you know it's a it's a group of individuals and you guys are all fighting towards a common goal you right. know and it's like that camaraderie it's the masters <laughs> exactly yeah exactly yeah <laughs> temple town usa um yeah that's crazy and i'm just you know like th- it's absolutely insane to me, which I guess I should have did a little bit better research, but the fact that you just started this thing in January is mind-blowing to me. So another really cool aspect of what you're doing here is not only are you crushing it, but like we are like the world is witnessing your rise in it and your growth. You know, that's that's cool, dude. That's 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 big, you I'm, know. I'm so excited for it's the future. It's insane. I'm like, so excited for the future. It's I thought you've been doing this for a few years. No. It, it, I no lie, like I knew like I follow you, I know about you and everything, but it's like I never actually looked at a start date or anything. Yeah. So I'm like, yes. what? January? Seven, seven months cuz I remember the it was the day after New Year's. Mm. And it was like it was like 4 o'clock. Um and I told my buddy Jake um who i'm going to be roommates with and we're like we're like best friends now um i was like i'm gonna try yeah see what happens exactly um and boy was i surprised right yeah (laughs) i mean seven months is unreal to be where i'm at because there's there's a lot of people in the space that i've i'm not saying this to be uh, cocky or anything like that but there's a lot of people that i've passed that i never would have thought like people that i looked up to in the in the content space yeah um that i've passed that were like kind of the reason why i was like i think i can do this yeah um and the support has just been unreal yeah unreal um whether that be i have a bad day at golf and um followers are like hey it happens stuff yeah. like that like i was talking a lot about haters you got a lot of I'm, support out there so too. much yeah. like my comment section compared to like a lot of other people's comment section mm-hmm. is nothing yeah i mean it's it's so positive and i have i have videos with millions and millions of views and you run through the comments and you might find a handful yeah Maybe like five or six hate comments. Mm-hmm. Other people, it's like, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. Um, but that's that's one thing that I love about this is the, the community is already so positive. Yeah, that's great. And I think it only goes up from there. Yeah. So. Well, and it's, you know, it's like, it's kind of like you're fostering this community of not only a golf following, but like you got a lot of positivity in there too, which is awesome, you know, right. because 
a lot of these content creators, especially in the golf world, they're not really focused on anything like that. They're focused on like, you know, there's, there's a lot of them that are just focused on like broing down on the course and mm -hmm. shooting some videos in the meantime. And, um, so that, that's really cool though. But, uh, what was I going to ask you about? Um, just in general though, like knowing that we're on this path with you is really cool. It's like this, this, just this uprising of, you know, start yeah. to finish yeah we'll i mean start it's to where we are it's crazy and and i i kind of like that um a lot of flint and mm -hmm. we'll, we'll say flint as a general area yeah. of like flushing and genesee county Grand, yeah genesee yeah. county yeah um they've all been super supportive as well like Good. you saw today at the at the golf course yeah. there's there's kids looking for me and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that like that is so cool Caught, saw an old older fella i saw one of your tiktok videos today <laughs> i love it i love yeah. it no it's so yeah. awesome and and i get i get recognized at work and it's like who would have thought yeah who would have thought that i would ever be in this situation um but it's just like i go back to that path and i i, I do think this is it yeah yeah and it's well, clear to me now and you you know if you if if you don't mind me blowing up your ego just a little bit more you do it with a lot of grace dude you do you do it very gracefully and respectfully and you know like you're you, obviously you're very consistent but it's always the same thing out of you you know it's a, a down-to-earth humble dude with a, a ridiculous golf swing and you know and it's like and it's in you know a lot of times especially the more people you get following you, it can change you, you know, right. and it can change your perspective right. and you've stuck with it. So that's awesome. Well, thank you. I, that hearing that means a lot to me because I, I think character comes before anything. A hundred percent. I've been, I've been you're taught that my it. whole life. So, um, like there's, you're, there's one thing that can never be taken from you and it's like your reputation. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. Like I'm going to coin it right now. Like your swing and your personality is all about Tempo Town, dude. All about Tempo Town. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> yeah, smooth, Slow, smooth, you smooth, are, fast. Yeah. Um, real quick. Yeah. Who is somebody that you aspire to meet that's out there? Oh. Give me two. Two. Um, golf or not golf. Doesn't matter. Well, I can check JT off the list. Nice. That was really cool. Um, Justin Thomas. Yeah, Justin Thomas. Um, mm. Gosh, that is such a hard question. Check me off the list. I feel like <laughs> Cody's off the list. <laughs> um, I, Tiger's a big one. Yeah. Tiger's a huge one because why wouldn't you want to meet Tiger? Absolutely. Um, actually, I, I did meet Tiger back at the Buick Open in oh, yeah. 2008. He signed my hat. Nice. nice. Score um to like play with though probably like some of the some of the big guys in the in the content world yeah whether that be bob does sports or oh, yeah. or the good good guys or mm -hmm. something like that um i get compared you ever heard of grant horvat oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i get compared to him a oh lot. i know um and i've i've kind of tried to talk to him about um doing a video here and there but i I just don't think I'd bring anything his way until I'm bigger. So yeah. it's only up from you here. You never know, man. You it's never only know. up from here. I know you'd like to, uh, you're a big random golf club guy too. Yes. So you'd love to play with Eric. Lo I would love, which love we'll be to playing play with, with Eric in two weeks. Two weeks. Can't which wait. Is crazy. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. So that's awesome, man. Um, one final question. So this is something that I ask everyone and it's kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it because outside of my nephew i've had i haven't really had anyone younger mm -hmm. on but um you've accomplished a lot and you've been through a lot so i think you can answer this no problem at all if little ashton came walking through that door what is a piece of advice you'd give him um well one start playing golf okay <laughs> Because, like I said, I didn't get started competitively until right. late, and that's that's the jump that the rest of the the rest of the um, community of competitive golfers has on me. So, yeah. play more golf. Um, 
and just keep having fun. Yeah. Like there was, there was situations in, in high school and, um, and middle school, middle school, which sounds so early. Yeah. Which is like horrible for a kid to have drama. hard, man. Yeah. For a kid to have drama in middle school, that is horrible. Mm -hmm. But like, it happens. I put myself right in the center of it. Right. (laughs) So like, gosh, dude, just like, let it go. Yeah. And, uh, and stay with your friends and enjoy life and say yes to everything. Yeah. Cause there you why go. not? Right. I like it. <laughs> right. I like it. So were you kind of like more hesitant when you're younger to like put yourself out there? A little bit. Yeah. I, not as much with like my friends, like we would go right. out and uh, hang out and have sleepovers and right. stuff like that. But like other things that I could have done. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, yes to skydiving. Really? To my my mom wanted to go skydiving. Yeah, loved it. Really? Yeah, that was actually a week ago. Oof. <laughs> I don't think there's an amount of money on planet Earth really? that I could do that. I I've never even flown. Really? Never. Okay. Well, that makes sense. If yeah. you're like afraid of planes and yeah, and, and that okay, that makes sense. But like, gosh, it was it was incredible. Really? Yeah. The whole experience of uh, was it around here? Charlevoix. Oh, awesome. It was that weekend that you were up in Petoskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I jumped out of a plane that weekend. That's so cool, man. (laughs) It was unreal. Like, was it near Lake Michigan? Could you see Lake Michigan? Yeah, we left out of of Charlevoix Airport. Okay. um, Went up to, I think it was 15,000 feet. Wow. And my mom... My mom jumped first. I'll have to show you the video because they got a, they got a little GoPro and Dude, stuff. You should have so. took a ball in a club up there and just hit one from the plane. <laughs> that <been> so <laughs> That's a good way to get like arrested. Though. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. I think uh, saying yes to more things is is a good way to put it because I think uh, I think you you gain a lot more experience that way. No, absolutely. I think it's huge. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, yeah, I wouldn't say yes to everything, but there was a lot of stuff that I just left the door closed on. Right. And I noticed that, like, well, I'm not, I, I don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not getting, I'm not meaning, like, saying yes to, like, hard drugs. And no, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, there's instances where, like, I've wanted to, you know, like somebody said, hey, you want to go try this or you want to meet so-and-so? And I was always, no, no, no. Yeah. And then I noticed I started saying yes a little bit more. And even though I didn't really want to do it, but then like all of a sudden like something great happened or like this opportunity opened just because of that. Like right. it presented itself like, wait, you're who? You know, like, oh, I've been trying to do this for the last two years, you know? And right. I, you know, it's just, it's absolutely insane when you actually open that up and you know you basically are saying like here i am universe like just give it to me you know what i mean right. so that's that's huge for sure that's yeah awesome. no it's a it's definitely a mindset that i think um a lot of people can take on and and see a lot of positives from it definitely yeah yeah and um, i think you're i think you're helping a lot of kids your age as well or even younger, I'm sure a lot of kids are looking up to you. Um, you know, and that's I hope so, man. <laughs> I, without a doubt, there. I know. I already know it's it. A, so it's a dream. Yeah, that's awesome. And like I said earlier, you know, you do it very respectfully and hum, like very. You're, you have a like. You, you just have like a grace about you, how you carry yourself, and everything that uh, you know. I think just speaks volumes, and it shows. Like you know, we are in a time now where it's it's crazy out here. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. How, you know, you're kind of like, you kind of have like this old school approach, like this, you know what I mean? Like this old soul, you know? So it's, it's, it's cool to see. It's refreshing. Um, but yeah, that about does it. Thank you so much for joining me, man. Uh, thanks thank you for, for having me. Absolutely, dude. Thanks for coming out and playing this morning. It was, uh, it's been a great day so far. It's been, it's a, been a wonderful it's, day. It's, it has been. It's been <laughs> awesome. Um, for those of you that don't know or don't follow Ashton, can you please drop all of your handles, your websites, any anything that we need to know or they need to know? Gotcha. So Ashton underscore Gallen, that is A-S-H-T-O-N underscore G-A-U-L-I-N. Um, that is all my handles for YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Those are my three main platforms. And then a new website is going up so oh <laughs> big news for a new website tempotownusa.com um we'll be live when this video drops so um august 15th 
if you want to become a resident of Tempo Town, this is the way to do it. A lot of people ask, can I get in? How do I get in? This is the way. So um, now the site won't be finalized with like merch and stuff until about a few weeks after, but becoming a resident will allow you to have access to all that. Have access and like kind of get like a newsletter almost. Oh, okay. Or cool. like like mail. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. That's actually kind of cool. I just want to say too, like Ashton was kind of like describing this to me, and it's such a cool idea. So like you know, definitely jump I'm on excited. board. Um, like I cannot wait to be a member. Um, I've been wanting to move for a while now, so I cannot <laughs> wait to get my new spot at Temple Town. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a great great idea and um. I just hope that you continue to keep crushing it, dude. Um, keep following your dreams. And more than anything, please just remain and stay the way you are. Stay humble. Stay graceful. Stay respectful. And I know without a doubt, it's just going to keep coming to you, dude. Thank so, you. Thank um, you. And thank you to everyone who has watched and followed me. And if you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel or my podcast, um, process 34 on youtube uh you can find me on spotify and apple Podcasts, or you can follow me on social media facebook process 34 and instagram process underscore 34 do a little bit of tiktok here and there but it's just you know it's not really uh i guess i focus more on the other platforms right, right now you know what i mean but yeah. yeah um thank you so much ashton keep it going temple town usa make sure you follow him please and as always stay happy stay healthy stay blessed we'll see you next time thank you